The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Here we go, everybody. It's time now for what Brady would do. The most moral man in all of Phoenix joins us every single Monday with your problems in hand, and he solves them to the best of his ability uh, as a conduit to the Lord Christ. And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. That's right. You can go on over there right now, uh, 12th Street and Indian School, and get all hooked up with everything. Father's Day's right around the corner. We talked about Mother's Day. Yeah. And get your uh, jewelry there, and they'll build something for you. Father's, Father's Day, get a watch, beautiful watch for Dad, some cufflinks, all they that stuff. Too. Some Tons. Jordans. Some Jordans. That's a good one right there. They got a wall of Jordans. and some... that AR-15 building class, too. I'm, get, it's perfect get, for get Dad. Get Dad signed up for that. So many options for Pops. Over there at Mo Money Pond and MMP Guns, you can get them in there and make it all worth your while. TVs, tools. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That's a dad shopping paradise. Uh, MoMoneyPond.com is where you go. Check them out. And then, uh, again, it's coming into almost uh, Byron's uh, one-month anniversary of however old he is now. Because his birthday was a month ago, right? Man, he's just throwing out those discounts. So he's, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's one month older than he was from his birthday. And it's Byron's. It's been over a month since my birthday discount. And that is going to be unbelievable. Just find Byron and say, hey, happy one month anniversary of your birthday. How about a little something off the top? And he'll do it. Chop it. (laughs) You ready, Brady? Ready. Oh, boy. Some bad ones. Yeah, there's some gems in here. Uh, Here we go. I like this one a lot. (laughs) I like this one because of a specific phrase. It says, uh, Dear Brady, would you tolerate sexual harassment from a gay boss? You guys have been talking about it at your work for a while. My gay boss is constantly making comments none of us could get away with. Last thing he told me while I typed fast on a keyboard was, I'd love to make those fast little fingers smell terrible. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Once your fingers in his butt. Everyone laughed, but it's because he's gay he can get away with it. If I ever said that to a female coworker, I'm out. But I fear if I go after the gay boss, because it is getting on my nerves, it's going to backfire, and I'll be labeled as the homophobe, because everybody finds it funny. I talked to him uh, once and said, hey, I feel like it's completely out of line what you're talking about. And he laughed. To his credit, said, okay, they're just jokes, but I'll be very, I'll be very careful. I'm sorry. But a week passed before we're back at it. Personally, I don't care that he's gay. I don't accept gay as a moral lifestyle. It's none of my business, though. But I wouldn't want a straight b- boss talking about making my fingers stink. What would you do, <laughs> Frank? <laughs> I want to make your fingers stink is my favorite thing ever. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And if I had um, a gay boss, um, I'd find it very funny. And it wouldn't offend me. But. If it is really bothering you, which it sounds like it is, you've said once already, I don't find that to be funny. Right. 
Was there paperwork on that, though? Because if you just went in and had a chat, it, it, it's deniability is all yeah. over. You got you, If you're going to do that kind of stuff, you got to record I'd it. I'd say, you know, even say something to him one more time. And if he doesn't correct that, then you get the paperwork. I have a feeling That's I know what like Brett it. would do. I'll give him a smack? Yeah. <laughs> Stand up like a man. Yeah. Are you going to talk to me about... Yeah. You just talk to me like that? Oh, I don't <laughs> think this stuff floats around here anymore, Twink. <laughs> and then you got that on your hands. Now you punch the gay the guy one, at work um, and you're homophobe. Thing, you know, you'll need other co-workers if it comes back to like, right. oh, you hate... You know, it could come back on saying, it's oh, you like, don't like gay people. It's like Susan downstairs when she was incredibly out of line with her sexual harassment right there in front of me and, and the cops. And she's a manager, and she told that, and all the ladies laughed. And I'm like, hey, this isn't fair. And I'm screaming at the top, hey, come on. But I'm, you know, I'm the jackass that I'm not going to get too upset about anything for real. I just found it to be like, what? You know, when I realized at that moment, she sort of, you know, she can, she can do that. And she was right. It's our turn. It's like, sure, have a laugh at our show. We're, we're dudes. We're cooler. I don't care yeah. if you sexually harass people. It's hilarious to me. So long as it isn't a power You're not play. acting on it. Right. And so long as it's not a guy to a girl. It's the same thing as uh, when uh, students and teachers have sex. When it's a boy and an older lady, there's high fives everywhere. When it's a girl, it's a tragic crime. You know? That sixth grader that nailed that smoke show. Uh, forgot her name. Or Brittany, Brittany Zamora. Zamora yeah. oh, she's memorable for what reason? You remember Britney Spears because she's being a hot show. And a sixth, That's it, yeah. a sixth grader, one or over. Is there a double standard? Of course, there's a double standard. It's horrible either way. But when you look at the little boy, you're like, "What? Did, I would love that." Because my brain would say, "But I was 12. If I could have nailed that." Oh. But when it's a male teacher and a girl, it's just awful. It's just awful. Creepy. So it's the same thing with the gay thing and the woman boss. We get a gay or a woman boss. Yeah, they shouldn't do it, but when they do, it's kind of funny. And maybe Susan was right. Maybe it's their turn. And we just have to kind of tolerate some weird stuff. Making my fingers stink as a joke? Hilarious. <laughs> Pretty funny. But if he called me into the office and said, hey, if you want a promotion, there's one thing you got to do, and that's get those digits to start smelling a little bit like a sewer in India. <laughs> no, that's harassment. Now we're talking like you're not getting this job unless you put your fingers in here. Now that's something else. But if it's just jokes Don't let the, the office, uh, double standard bother you right that's the thing be a man he's, he's flipping it around saying if i was doing this right i'd be fired i'd be written up right in um, a way but maybe there's some truth to this in a way maybe you are a little homophobic and i hate that word so much but maybe you are a little bit intolerant because he's gay and getting away with it you know what i mean yeah because if like brady wandered over to me and goes man those fingers sure can't type i want to make them stink i'd laugh for a half hour but the fact that you actually do that on the side as a gay guy, you know, might make me a little uncomfortable. So maybe you are uncomfortable with the gay side. He shouldn't say it, but as a dude. He's not doing that, that and that's not a rip on you. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's it's complimenting. A You're a handsome man. And you can type real fast, and those fingers probably do some damage in places he wants them to do damage. Let those fingers do the walking. Exactly. Get it in there. It's like an 80s Yellow Pages ad. Get in there. Be cool, you're a guy. This is a weird one. Uh, Dear Brady, I run a business. I'm struggling to get young college people to accept a job with my company. I don't want to say what we do because it's a small family tech company and I really don't need people knowing about this. 
But a kid I interviewed uh, and offered the job to said he didn't want it because another place offered him a job that included a gaming room and personal time room. He wanted a place for a stress nap that we didn't provide, and he ended up at my competitor because they have all those design spaces. So now I'm thinking to myself, being a tech company, Google ruined everything. Do I have to build one of these rooms or stick to my ideals that a workplace is not for naps? Brian. Oh, man. Have you Uh, been to one of those places that has those? Have you heard? Get rid of them. Well, they have to because everybody got lazy. And you had a lot of people that um, it really they aren't using them as much. Right. Then the pandemic didn't help much because most no, of them don't were come working to work. remotely. Right, and that takes up a lot of real estate for them to uh, you our know, marketing the super genius uh, guru Louis Moses comes in after the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. I went down to his old building, and he said, "When we built this, I realized that most of my employees are under thirty. It's like a basketball hoop and like three or four air hockey tables, a place for a band to rehearse." Yeah. Bean bags instead of, like, everything was all, like, the coziest rec room I've ever been in. I said, when it gets down to work, these guys will work for a little bit, and then they, like, freak out, and they have to go lay down, or they had beer. There's a handful that still do it. I mean, Google Google might have some stuff. LGE has the the cornhole place, and they've got a bar. You go to the, um, um, you go to, which I've been to both, Pixar Studios, and then the Lucas... In, in San Francisco, yeah, ones over in Oakland, unbelievable. But their design is they want you there twenty four seven, right? So anything that you need, if you need yeah. something to eat, they don't need you to go work home. out. Yeah, they want you to stay there. But if you're running a small business and this is str- like the struggle is these people won't work for you unless you give them a designated nap space. Do you build it and adjust with the times of no, the new I, generation, or do you stay old school? I think um, you're losing realistically. People. I don't think it's too hard to figure out a gaming space. I mean, that'd be one room. But I would also say that um, there's a ton of opera. I mean, you know, th- unless this kid was head and shoulders above every other candidate you're right. looking at, I Maybe think you'll was. have a. I think there's a lot of um, kids in the IT and evidently not coming out of there. I saw a thing on CBS Saturday morning that no one can hire anyone. Like out of college, I hear more they want so. three hundred thousand a year, right? And they are putting like they're coming in, like the interview process isn't. Are you good enough for the job? It's like, what are you offering me? And the one kid turned he turned directly to a, a a supervisor on camera and said, "The reason that I didn't take the job is because they couldn't promise a promotion in the first eight months." Yep. And That's he's like, I don't know I you. Say. I don't know you. How am I going to guarantee you a job? Bump? How soon can I make six figures? Right. Is a very, like, in, in six months, could I be making... Yeah. Uh, six figures better start the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, it's but, crazy. Uh, you know, for some... I, I'm talking in, in jobs and hours. Sure. Yeah. In that field, you can make some decent money. And you want a f- nap? It's kindergarten. You can have your nap. At your desk. (laughs) Sleep at your desk. If I catch you, you're fired. We don't sleep at work. We sleep at home. Raise a bunch of pussies. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That evil villain in the background you heard was true. It's easy. Go, you know, (laughs) have a little lunch and take a little nappy-pappy after that. No. You work. You have yeah, your certain amount for of time sake. for lunch. Okay, then do it in your car like a decent That's what person. I'm right. You don't yeah. go into work and sleep. We had a security guard named Kang. 
at the old building. He's not doing. He he didn't ask for a nap place. No, he just it fell just asleep. Happens. He couldn't tell because he was so Asian. That's at the zone, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's so Asian, but he sat in the break room while our bosses came through, like the bigwigs from out of town. And this is Kang. He's our security guy, and he's wearing. One guy goes, "Is he asleep?" And our main guy Terry goes, uh, "I believe he is." Yes. And they just kept walking. <laughs> Your security <laughs> guard's not only inside; he's sleeping. He was designed, his whole job was to watch the parking lot. He'd come in and go to bed. Rarely did I see him in the parking lot. He's usually in the break room. Yeah. Oh, it was always in the break room because it was hot as F outside. Why would you stand outside? And he'd tell me, he goes, oh, so hot. Can I sit in here? And I worked in this production room. It was dark and cold. I'm like, sure. And I just see Kang just sink into his own shoulders and sleep for like 15 minutes. And then those weird little eyes would open. And he'd start laughing. Now, that was in a day and age when people sleeping at work. Like, he, if he got caught, it was frowned upon. Yeah. Now, if this boss walks by and sees Kang sleeping in the break room, it's like, oh, shh, Kang's asleep. He's, he needs his nap. I don't know what happened to this society, but sleeping at work well, used that was to be a really big, bad. A, a, a big perk when they first started doing this. Oh, The game yeah. rooms. I mean, we've got our pinball machines the pinball around machines. here. But it's keeping you away from games. Those were free. But you imagine why we have them. The sh- the bowling shuffleboard. How funny would it be to walk by Tripp's office and he's balled up on the floor on a mat? Oh, we can't go in right now. Even though the world's falling apart, Tripp's in the midst of nap time. And it makes the most sense because he's, you know, at the age where naps are real important for him. Yeah, you go down and you going to... into, can you imagine having a nap room and all of a sudden there's no. five or six of your co-workers on their nap mat in radio we used to have uh, a room for stuff storage like a couch and and it turned into the promotions kids dirty dirty sex room all those couches that, and right, couch. those love sacks oh, remember the love, love sacks oh. there was no napping they'd go in there and shut the door and they should have never called them love sacks oh, because no. that's what happened <laughs> anyway. i think randall burned those things. oh good and i'm sure like <laughs> ghosts of infants came oh, off yeah, oh, yeah. so much dna <laughs> Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, dear Brady, if my wife does a DNA test, she's going to discover her dad isn't her dad and her mom had an affair. She's completely unaware of this, even though I found out the family secret from her brother. She thinks her family is Rockwellian. Uh, she wants to do a DNA test because she thinks our son isn't the father of our grandson because the wife, the woman he married, is a whore. If we do this DNA test, there's going to be a bunch of secrets revealed. And I know one of them is true. I'm not so sure if my son's not the real dad. What would Brady do? DG. Let oh, her discover man. it. Man. The mom? Yeah, I mean, she's going to find out. I mean, well, is well, he yeah. saying, should I be the one to tell her? No, he's saying trying to dodge the whole DNA thing altogether. You're not going to dodge it. Why? She's dodged it this long. Well, this is about... But, but she's going but into. She's trying to do it. But she's not trying to do it for that. She's trying to discover whether or not her son is the father of the grandson. What she's going to find out is her dad was not her dad. Yeah. Like I, if you I, went I, into, I don't think I don't think there's anything that you can do to stop that. Man, you start making. Do you? Up I mean, I yeah. don't. I don't have an answer for that oh, yeah. necessarily. Uh, you can try to. You could delay it. I would tell her, you know, she's acting like a crazy person. It's none of your business. If they work it out, if your son and his wife are happy and they're going to have a kid, 
It's none of your business. What are you trying to do? Like that would be really easy to wonder, why are you trying to get them to get divorced? Could you imagine if Medea's mom was testing you? Like you'd be miserable. No. And, and you two you are this. happy and she just doesn't like you. That's yeah. that's causing no. more trouble Not even happening. and you're and and he knows more secrets are coming. This is gonna be a nuclear okay. bomb. Here's one thing. All of them have to be on the the grid. In other words, to find the DNA testing. Like I I did the ancestry. Yeah. And I had to put my mom and dad in the system. Sure. It doesn't say you, you can't, it's not like you find that out right away. Yeah, but it tells you who you might be related and to. And I ain't paying $24 a, a month. Right, And you, but you, all right. Now you're there just, we now go. Now you're just getting a little bit, a little bit. But maybe uh, that's me denying, you know, there is something that, I look at that every time, that's ridiculous because it does pull up a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you can find that out because if you put your parents in there, or if they're in there, it'll tell you, oh, you're related to these people, and they're not on the list. So it'll be like, you know, you, yours came back fine because you know who your parents are. If it comes back, like, why isn't dad on the list over here? And this guy is. If he's had a DNA test, he'll Well, that's show what up. I'm saying. Nothing pulled up on my my dad wasn't on the list. I had to put him in there. Right, because he done hasn't it. done the test. Yeah. But if the, like, if the real dad has, he'll pop up. I guess up. it would pop in. You might be related to him. How am I related to dad's old college buddy? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And they not only that. hints every now and then. This dude's wife has... Terrible intentions to ruin her son's marriage. And what it's going to do is ruin hers. So this Frank guy that's emailing, his, or BG, is emailing saying, I don't want my life to explode. I've got a nice That's why I'm saying trap. he shouldn't, I mean, she's got to discover it. How do, do you think it'll ruin her marriage as well? Because It's not going to be good. It's not going to be because good. Because if she found out that he knew the whole time. There's okay. that. There's also, like he said, again, rose-colored glasses, yeah. people like yourself, find out that your whole life's been a lie. And you're doing it because you're trying to figure out if Kirby's really with the, you know, like, you're, you've got, you're hyper, you look like a fool. But I look at it this way, you know, you can say it rose-colored glasses, but if I've turned out the way and, and, and life has been pretty right. darn good. Easy to say. How could, I know it's. Easy to but say. But that's how I. Because my cousin. Feel like I. Yeah. yeah, you're right. My it's cousin had that same scenario with a very happy family, and it messed him up. Because he's like, I still love the people I love, but why did they do this? Why was this lie? And then, and, you know, he tried to fix it and stuff, but then he just went on this quest of who he is, what he's got. All and these- maybe you try to understand that. At the time, you know, if you look at, um, you know, even our parents back in the day, if something like that were to happen. Yeah. You're not, it's just not accepted. I'm telling you, my whole family went into an uproar, and we found out like five generations removed uh baby holmberg was of a like a bastard baby was adopted by another wasn't adopted just given away back in the old days in sweden if an unmarried girl got pregnant they took it from her and gave it to a family like for like a bag of lingonberries you weren't allowed to yeah yep yep. you got a kielbasa and a baby that was it at your door kind of like the toledo work save for the kielbasa You get, yeah, and they would just give it away. So this kid that we're actually related to, no one knows his history. It stopped right there. You can't find the real mom. You can't find any of it. Just boom. The king of England or king of Sweden would uh, assign people to come out and go find a family for this because she can't have it. She's a whore. So my whole family's like, our whole lives are lies. Like, there were people crying. I'm like, wait a minute. My dad was the one who was like, I was pissed off. And then it came back that he was like, well... They're good people. There's nothing we can do. That's five generations removed. Yeah. 
get over it. You find, yeah, you eventually you're kind of I mean, like, come on. But if it's your mom, and then she finds out her mom lied to her the whole time, and her Rockwellian mother had an affair, her whole childhood was fake. Like, that's going to wreck this dude's world. And all he's trying to do is keep it in a nice little pen. Meanwhile, his wife's a bitch trying to wreck her son's marriage just because she doesn't like the wife. She's the ultimate awful mother-in-law. You know? That's terrible. If Bunny did that... Again, I don't think you can... I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. I mean, think about what we talked about with your... Uh, that family, My, and they had the was it your cousin or your uncle or whatever yeah, with the on gay the bus. oh yeah, and and the, it turns out that the, the wife cleaning lady had a was it no it was the gay one oh Uncle Jack Uncle Jack whose wife had two babies with the doctor and they started a big giant lie and look at what those kids are going through now as they found yeah. out they're going through a nightmare like wait a minute what, what's going on well it's not much of a nightmare they, uh, for you. I'm sure they're not comfortable with the fact that like what was going oh, oh and our was dad was gay to find out but yeah. I don't. They're going to find it out. Think if, uh, well, if they think that, or it was just. Why did mom have yeah. the affair with the doctor twice? Two babies. Why didn't dad. And artificial the insemination. The, the, the person they're related to saying, yeah, it was artificial insemination. But they didn't know any of that till the story came. So they're just piling lies on lies now. Yeah. Because they weren't told they were artificial insemination babies growing up. No. They were under the assumption that gay Uncle Jack was dad. Till about and four months you're ago. You're saying that about Jack. It's, <laughs> we all know gay Uncle Jack's gay, Brady. This is why you should answer He didn't know questions. that. He was running for who for years. <laughs> he knew that's what he was running from. How do you not yeah. know you are? Yeah, yeah. Well, he kept marrying. Well, yeah. I mean, it must have been on the extreme down low, which which has been very mums on that, if it were the case. That's the way it used to be. I know. But Uncle Jack was smart. you think at the end, he still in the 40s, really mad. I mean, because he got married in the... 80s or early 90s. To another beard who was willing to take some stuff and fund his life. Did Uncle Jack rock around like Paul Lind? I mean, or what? I mean, no. Okay. Quite the opposite. No, back in the 40s, you manned up when you were gay. You didn't want to get drugged behind if, a Model T. If he was, he'd be uh, an outstanding bear. Right. He probably butched up a little bit. How you doing, kids, huh? Who wants a lollipop? I want to watch you eat a lollipop. <laughs> Look at Brady going to town on that. God damn it, I want to make your stinger, fingers stink. <laughs> he was a guy's guy. Yeah, he was a man's man. Boy, was he ever. Put a little flower on the on the rose there, a little bud on it. Come on. It's easy to say, oh, well, your parents were nice to you, so this doesn't matter. But when you find out, the mom's going to find out. It was bad. And that her mom lied to her the whole time. And her dad knew. And he lied the whole time. And this whole image of their, her life is ruined. And she's got to lie. And that's going to create some tension in the house. I wouldn't want that. I think what helps on um, you know, my cousin's side of it is both are dead, Jack and Joanne. Yeah, which makes getting so answers like, what, harder. Yeah. So what can I do about that? Just lay it, lay in bed at night and question your whole life. That's what you do, Brady. That's why therapists exist. Because well, need, maybe they yeah. You can't get answers. It's even worse. They got a new brother. <laughs> you look at it like just every wow. That's awesome. Or you just I like, got a look, new brother you, made in a you, tube. You grew up for fifty something years. We're not. There's going to be no relationship here. Or you want the relationship, right? Or it's just awkward as hell. It's never good to find these things out. When you, it just kills perceptions, and that messes with people's heads. This dude emailing is like, my wife's going to find out her, her life was a mess. She's not going to handle this well. 
It's interesting, uh, yeah, that he is carrying that. Of course, he's carrying that. It's none him. of his business. It's- I know, but how he, how it's been kept away from her the whole time? Because they know she can't handle it. The reason they keep it away for years and years and years is because they know. All right, Betsy can't deal with this. Don't ever tell her. She'll off herself. She's, deny, it's deny. Better deny. not knowing. You're rose colored. Put the glasses on her. Let her walk through life thinking this is real because she. W- Apple of daddy's eye and finds out that it was all, he wasn't ever there. Brutal. It messed with me for a while. I found out my, I'm named after my mom's uh, first boyfriend. (laughs) It was weird. Who's John? Oh, that was a, basically she told me, he popped my, popped my juice. Oh, (laughs) she didn't say it like that, but she, but Dan didn't know that. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did. She had Book bags and stuff with John's name all over. But after the fact, he met her when right? she was or seventeen. He knew. She probably still had stains on the sheets from the <laughs> last. Time. Come on, what's making you guys sick for? It's my mom. <sighs> Happy Mother's Day, Marcy. Uh, dear Brady, there's a chick that wants to worship Madee. She's put her face there a few times. But we've never actually followed through. Oh, by the way, she's pregnant. <laughs> Our listeners are gross. Man. But, dude, she's getting an abortion. I like raw dogging. Something about the risk of this gets my adrenaline going. But I do have a moral dilemma, not religious. I think abortions kill. So my question is, Brady, mainly John and Bert, would you bang a chick to get satisfying action, even though she's kind of a murderer and you have morals against that? <laughs> Brady? Well, that, that, she's going that to abort the baby. Potentially would be a deal breaker for me. That the girl blowing you is just putting off a few more days her abortion. Yeah. That yeah, that would, be, that would be hard for me to rally up on. I can't Some get blown can, by pregnant but, people, even if it's my baby. Right. On either side of it, if she's keeping oh. the baby, it's still tough to rally up for. Gross in every direction to have some pregnant lady giving you a humdinger in your car. <laughs> but it's, but it's like, well, should I rally up afterwards? Oh, put her away. There's somewhere else goes the pregnant girl. And if you're a pregnant girl, willing to do there's it. other fish in the Kinda sea. Oh, is she? Will... And she's like, don't worry, I'm pregnant, but I'm going to get an abortion. <laughs> and gargling. How are you even enjoying your evening? Because with the person? main check for him is I like raw dogging. <laughs> well, at least she puts and out. Right, that's pregnant. obvious. Yeah. Raw dogging is cool. Because that cream pie and stuff, you know? Treat her like a little Debbie. <laughs> you guys are I, gross, all of you. Yuck. Yuck. So, obvious answer. Move on. Yeah, don't let the pregnant lady give you any more until she's at least, you know, scorched the earth in her ovaries. Until <laughs> her, her womb is empty. You'll find other women to raw dog with. Oh. Worst part about that whole thing is, you know, the baby gets the nutrients that the mom eats. And evidently she's eating an awful lot of that in the front of a Buick. <laughs> that kid is being and what served else nutrients. Are you, um, you know, she, what else are you dealing with on ugh. that? Wow. Does the, uh, Different animal. Does the other person that, you know, could be the potential father of the baby. Yeah, where's he? And how does he feel on this? Yeah. So then you end up dealing mm-hmm. with that, potentially. I don't think a lot of feelings are being shared between this group. Well, 
Again, those are unknowns. <sighs> that could turn out sure, he could lethal. Yeah. You're getting blown by a pregnant lady. There's some other guy involved. He might stab you. Don't you ever watch Dateline? What a mess. Every single one of you. If a girl says I'm pregnant but I'm getting rid of it, you want to get in the car with me? Yeah, I love raw dogging. And you're safe as ever. They're all, you're all going. Now I kind of hope Brady's right and there is a hell because we need to punish them. God. Devin, you're better than this. What's wrong with this world? She's pregnant. She's going to have the baby, boo. You know, I understand that she's already said she's pregnant and that's all, and you're off the hook. Ugh. And this is the optimum time to raw dog. It is good time for raw dogging. Whenever I, I, I see a lady about six months pregnant, I'm like, throw your condoms out, man. You got 90 days to raw dog that. She puts out. <laughs> Get my 90 day money back guarantee. All now, right. now he's back in. Yeah. Should probably, you know what? Screw it. You should talk her into keeping the baby so you can raw dog for another seven months. <laughs> good lord. Anyway, good luck to all of you. What a mess. That's what Brady did. Congratulations. You've made us all officially sick today. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.